Welcome to Viva Derby's 5x5 podcast. I'm the Big Kahuna, and you're listening to the only podcast that deals specifically with the 5x5 Roller Derby Championship. And I'm very lucky in this final wrap-up of the year for 2014 and what has been an amazing year for 5x5 to be joined by some of my favourite people once again, starting off with Lola Ebola and Apple Your Hair from Hard. Welcome, ladies. Hey. Hi. How are you Thanks two doing? For having us back. Yeah, good. We're some, good. Some changes going on. Lola. Some changes going on? Some physical physical she, she she went pink. Oh yeah, I have pink hair now. <laughs> pink hair. So pink the, the carpet matches the drapes. <laughs> there was a bit of a mishap. Yeah. She ripped up the rug. <laughs> It really tied the room together, too. <laughs> you know, then you just have to take it out for a good beating and shake the dust out of it, Kahuna. <laughs> uh, but thank you for joining the 5x5 podcast again. We may cover cover that a little bit more, but I'm sure we're going to talk about no, roller really derby as well. <laughs> well, there is no coverage, right? The coverage is gone. There's, there's no coverage. Um, you've broken Apple. She's um, having problems. I'm going to cry my makeup off again. It sounds like there's a plover in my room. Oh, no, no, I haven't. I haven't got to the plover stage yet. Shush. <laughs> that giggle you can hear. How can you help it when you're talking with these two? But suggestive from Central Coast Roller Girls. Hey, Kahuna. Thank you for joining us, sir. And um, Most I believe that Brett has had his own beauty mishap at home. We've just been discussing <laughs> Brett, do you want to explain to our listeners what happened when you were trying for the for the on camera shot? No, I thought. No, we'll just cut this bit out then, shall we? And no, I don't. I don't believe there was an on. on, No, no, that was no. That was something else. There was no photographic surgery. Okay. It was the home surgery. Surgery. Moving right along. From Northern Beaches Roller Girls, thank you for joining us once again. Get shirty. Hey guys, how are you? Very good. Very good. Sorry, I've just lost it. Anyway, I'm back. Get shirty. I apologize. Don't apologize. Don't apologize. You started it. <laughs> Welcome back, folks. Five by five podcast. It's been a while since you know, it's been a minute since we we did one, and we thought it might be a good idea. It's been such a successful year in the five by five, and it's all done and dusted. It's all finished. the The games are done, and we know who stands where. And we thought we better get together and talk about what happened at our grand final spectacular. You would have heard in the last episode, um, and I've got all the gang back together to talk about it. And um, talk about also something else that's coming up very shortly as well that features prominently the 5x5 leagues from both divisions. So this is... Hmm? Sorry? There's something else coming up? There is something else coming up. There's Mm. nothing. There's no roller derby related news coming up in my news feed at all on Facebook. No, not at all. (laughs) Very quiet. I do love that though. Anytime something, you know, like leading up to tournament time or... Uh, right before the Great Southern Slam, whatever it was, people just sort of start flooding and it's a, it's a really sort of positive vibe I like. A little bit of, you know, competitiveness coming through, but also it's just some overall good feelings, which I always dig. Yeah, for yeah, sure. But we'll, we'll take a step back, cast our memories back. If everyone can try to remember, it's going on a, a month now 
It's about four weeks ago that the it's exactly grand, a month. It is four weeks. Yeah. Grand final happened for mm. five by five. It was six months in the making. So we started in March. We ended at the end of August. We had more teams than last year, more games than last year, more fun than last year, and it's all come to a close on August thirty, the Central Coast. We finished at where we started the year. Um, up at Central Coast Roller Girls, who played their phenomenal hosts, as always, uh, for our Grand Final Spectacular. Four games to figure out who stood where at the end of it all. First game of the day started off at 1pm. It was the Battlegrounds playoff for third. Hard Kamikazes going up against Inner West Roller Derby League Skate Crashers. This was a hell of a game, wasn't it, ladies? Yeah, we played like it was for the first and second, I, I think. Yeah. If we, <laughs> we, really, yeah. we really played for keeps. That we game. wanted it, yeah. Hard coming out with maybe their best game all season, uh, if not for a long, long, long time anyway. But Hard actually taking away the win and overturning the seedings there going into it. Hard coming yeah. away third overall, playing Inner West 175 to 109. Top scorers on the day, Posh Deckham with a 65, Ruthulu Rex with a mammoth 49 for her. That's pretty big for That's big for her. massive. Um, Inner West, Vanity Bonfire doing her thing with 54, and Whack Russell Terrier, normal 5x5 correspondent, but she's unfortunately a little bit sick this evening. Cool, but Whack Russell Terrier chipped in 33 for a big game on the day as well. Wasn't enough because Hard Kamikaze's coming over the top with a big win. Yeah, can we just cast back to um, the tips? We can. And, um, and, and who actually um, tipped to, to win? I, who, I believe that there were a couple of people yeah. who possibly uh, online with us tonight. Yeah, who was that, Lola? Who was um, it? Can you remember? Who, there were two of them. There was there? two, I believe. I'll quite happily I own that. Two? I'll, own that, I'll own that I tipped against oh, you. Oh, it was you, said. I will own it <laughs> and I will stick by what I said. It inspired you to win. Yeah, and I said that though. to Shirty after. It was a big fuck you to the ones that tipped <laughs> 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 against us. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie. Because we're quite, we're quite gracious when we win. We, we are, because it doesn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think there was another one. Who, who was the other one? Was it, was it Shirty? Yes, Was it? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Hmm, how'd that work out for you guys? Yeah. yeah. So, um, so the tone of tonight's podcast is going to be gloating, extreme mm-hmm. gloating from Apple. Yeah, that's why I'm here for the snake. To the suck it podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, mm-hmm. no, we, I, um, I, I tipped we hard. Pleased. I tipped hard. You did, and thank you, Kahuna. Yeah. However, I don't know if any of you were like that detail focused to look, but I didn't change my tips to match what I picked on the podcast. Oh, don't worry, I tipped against us. I was like, what? fuck. <laughs> no. Oh, oh, so now the truth comes out. Yeah, yeah. I did. And I'll, I will say why. Because every time I tipped us to win, we lost. Matters of voodoo stepped in and fucked us over. So I um, went, you know what? I'm going to tip the opposite of what I want to happen. Just and so we win. Yeah, and it won't. Worked. You're welcome, hard. <laughs> so it was a big Apple, fuck Apple you to Apple that. too. <laughs> no, I did. I, I tipped against. I tipped. Yeah. I don't know. I thought it would. It, it made sense in my mind. Well, whatever, whatever happened, whether it was suggestive, whether it was Apple's tips, whatever it was, it freaking worked to the kamikazes coming over in the West. Can anyone uh, tell us a bit about the game and what you thought of it? 
everyone was um well uh, everyone from hard was kind of really focused going into that game like really focused and um it just all sort of came together for us everything that we had been practicing everything that we'd been working really hard on um all of it just kind of worked on the day it was just one of those I don't know things of beauty and the momentum once once it started working yeah that's exactly yeah it just continued and we um we're sort of notorious for, you know, deflating in the second half or, you know, getting wrapped up in that we might be slightly ahead at, at half time or whatever, but we didn't let it affect us in the second half. And, I mean, you can see by the score, like we improved on our first half score. Mm. That doesn't happen for us. So oh, it was very I exciting. Um, I bitched out and cried. You got like, a really good really memory exciting. for what the scores were. Yeah. Do you know what it was at half time and – at halftime, it was 67 to 55. Yeah. And then, yeah, by the final was 175 to 109. So we got like 108 points in the second in half, the second half to, to West 54. Yeah. Your memory is amazing. I know, right? Wow. wow. So like good. We have something to prompt it. I know. <laughs> but we don't. But we don't. We, that, that, no. Regardless oh. of whatever people picked as the winner loser, I do think the result. No one could have picked that. Like, even if no, I did think Hard could win, but I didn't think it would be in uh, like seventy points is is not like an, a blowout, but it's definitely a dominant performance. I'll just touch my boob. <laughs> Wait, do I went to say sorry and went? <laughs> that was awkward. No, you're right. No, no one could have predicted that. Um, I actually thought it was going to be a lot closer, and it was going to be a yeah, nail biter, and I was, you know, really expecting that. Um, you know, for us to blow out. That that doesn't happen. So yeah, you're right. No one could have picked that. Mm. Not at all. And it was a a good cap to a five by five season for for both teams because it was a great game. But for Hart especially coming in third, there was a, a pretty pretty big oh, yeah. win. Yeah, it was pretty yeah. sweet. Um, massive massive shout out to two people who probably don't get the credit that they should get all the time. Our benches mm. are pretty amazing. Toad Rage and Foxy Fighter. They are, they're pretty amazing and they keep us really calm and focused and it just flows and, yeah. It's a big, you can really see the, the influence of them this year to us as a team from last year. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Yeah, what what are the differences? Because I, I agree. I think you, you're playing like a very different team um, at the moment uh, compared to this time last year. Or what, even the start of the year. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Well, yeah. So. What do you think has been the, the difference? So what, what's Toad Rage bringing to the bench? He's just this, just this like, boundless Boy. source of positivity. Even when he's delivering, um, critical, you know, yeah, like constructive criticism and stuff that you may not necessarily like hearing, um, it's always, he's just really good at doing that and he presents everything in a way that makes you determined to achieve part of it is that there's like our girls we all just have so much trust and so much respect for him that um for me personally it's almost like I don't want to let him down Mm. um but he's really he's really done a really good job of um unifying the team toad punky and I work really closely together to um to try and I don't know boy the team up and um, 
but yeah, he, he's been really amazing. And the addition of Foxy Fighter, she's so calm and she's so focused and she's so lovely. She says please a lot. She, she does say please. A lovely lot. manners. <laughs> she gets lovely. really excited for us. Can you pivot now, please? Yeah. Yeah. Would you mind taking the next please. pack, please? Yeah. Lola, can you stay on the track, please? It's nice. It's nice. Manners are important. It's really good. You know, it's just um, little things like that, coming into the bench and getting a high five and getting a well done yeah. and being able to look over at the bench when things aren't going well. And he's not losing his shit at us. No one's losing their shit or it's, it makes a, it's really, it's just great. There's just a really good feeling. Well, it's good to see, and let's hope that it carries on through to the, the <laughs> next thing that comes up for the Kamikaze, which we, we will talk about later. I know mm-hmm. I, I've spoken to you before, Apple, and said, from what I could see, even last year, hard, you were doing a lot of the right things. You just didn't have the horses. Like, you didn't have yeah. the, the manpower. And now that some of the girls that you've had, you've, you've kept the same squad relatively intact for most yeah, of the year. Yeah, it's been pretty untamed. It's experience, yeah. it's game time, it's gelling and just playing together. And now these girls that were quite fresh 12 months ago are now yeah, game-hardened and experienced and know what to do at the right time. And that's now you're seeing the fruits of it. Yeah, absolutely. And we're seeing that across the the competition as well. A lot of the teams are, are experiencing the same thing. Teams that you know had never played Northern Beach is a perfect example. Had never mm-hmm. played about before the start of the year. Come the end of the season, and we'll talk about it in a minute. But put on a fucking awesome bout and the classic of a game mm. um, in the battlegrounds. But we're, we're skipping ahead. The next game of the day. Sorry, uh, Armageddon playoff for third. We had Western Sydney Rollers, Boutlaws taking on Wollongong, Illawarra Rollers over Steel City Derby Dolls. Uh, this one going Western Sydney's way, 170 to 144. Western Sydney's top scorer is Sneaky Stackhouse with 109 points. Howland Nightshot oh, 26, Power Power 22. So Sneaky carrying the, the lion's share there. God. Kitty Killer and Kim Ocean top scoring for Weird with 56 and 44 respectively. Uh, not a lot of help for those two, unfortunately. But yeah. Western Sydney coming over the top, 174144, uh, 26 points in it. Considering on the day, I think Weird had five names yeah, stages drop out. So they had a full 14 squad, and that's what we talked about on the podcast. Mm. They played with nine on the day. Yeah, that's uh, insanity. And... You have that would have been hard yeah, mentally have to, imagine. to do that. It would have been really hard, especially considering yeah. some of the skaters that you know w- that didn't play. We're talking about Eye Candy, talking about Veruca Bazooka, mm. um, yeah, probably their, their, their first rotation jammers, yeah. Mm. And and it meant that Kimotion and Kitty Killer nearly skated the entire, like back-to-back, sort of just the one-two combination the entire God. game. How amazing are those two, though, just yeah. slightly? They're pretty rad. <laughs> and to to keep it to twenty six, when you consider the 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 number of skaters they actually had, yeah, and it's fairly close. If I can use my great powers of memory for scores, sixty one played ninety two at <laughs> halftime. Western Sydney up by thirty. Uh, second half was seventy eight to eighty three. Wollongong's way. So they actually wow. came over the top in the second half when they only had nine. When endurance is starting to kick in when they're sort of getting beaten for a whole game, 
and they actually outscored Western Sydney in the second half um, and brought it to 26. You'd imagine that maybe with another quarter there or whatever, you don't know what might have happened. So mm. a pretty impressive display from Weird, but also a very impressive performance from, from Western Sydney staying on top of them the whole way through. Yeah. Mm. Does anyone want to add to that game any memories per se? Um, I didn't see much of this game. We were sort of um, celebrating. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit. Um, what about the year that these two teams have had? Um, I was expecting. I was exp- I was expecting that um, Weird would have possibly got up a bit more than they did. Mm. Um, but they've had a lot of. I think Weird have had a lot of instability on their team this year. Well, the final is rarely in- indicative of their season. Yeah. You know, Playing short and and yeah, having not having the the full you know stars playing alongside of them, you know, I think there was many games that um, mm. they were short. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't I don't know if they had a full squad the entire season. Yeah, I don't think so. Um, mm. And you know, you kind of adapt to that over time, and and they showed they still have got a lot of a oh God, lot of power there. Yeah, yeah, they they still can play the game, but. When you you you're sort of going in our match from the get go, it's a, it's a tough thing. I I think um, weird from from everything I've heard from them, definitely seem to have a lot of fun this year, and mm. I really appreciated being in it. But I do think, um, considering their pedigree, their experience, how long they've been around, and some of the the skaters they can name, if they ever turned up. Um, Coming fourth, I think that was probably a, a a disappointment as far as overall rankings go. But yeah. considering the circumstances, they can't be ashamed of the performance they put on the track each game. No, not yeah, at all. Agreed. Yeah, definitely. So in terms of their playoff for third, I only really got to see bits of the second half. I only got to see a very tiny bit of the first half. They weird were a lot stronger in the second half. It was almost like their game face came into play and they, and they worked out how to work on such short numbers. If they could have maintained that the whole game from the beginning, it may have been a different outcome. But I, th- I really do put it down to a, num- a numbers issue. It's occurred all year. Yeah, I mean, playing short... Blue Mountains does it a lot. There are there are leagues that do it, and it we has do its a lot. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It has its pluses and minuses, right? Like you can say, um, you haven't got enough skaters as far as endurance and stuff sort of goes. You haven't got a lot of options. If something's working, you can't just stick someone else out there and give them the star, or you know, try different things, different lineups, because you're kind of limited to what you can put out. On the other side of that. If you've got amazing players, then that just means they're out there more often and can have a bigger impact and they don't have to spread, you know, like um, a couple of weeks ago, Southside played Newcastle, up in Newcastle, mm-hmm. and I was sitting with um, Suggestive the whole time and um, they had a couple of injuries. Um, Beaver and Thunderslut went down and, and didn't come back from half time. I was like, oh, they're down. We can, you know, we can get this now. We're up at half time. But then at the end, I was like, oh, shit, that just means Jilla and Danger and that are out there way more often. Way more often, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, that's that's a thing to consider as well. But um, I'm sure they would have loved the extra help, though. Yeah, definitely. 
Uh, what about Western Sydney? Any comments on Western Sydney as a for the year? For for a team that there seems to not be any consistency with with who they put on the roster. Like it seems to be a different player. Like they've they've a been good that way. Run. Yeah, they've yeah. been giving you know different players a, a run. Gosh, they they pull it out, don't they? You know yeah. they they really. Um, Find cohesiveness. They've had a few few tight ones this year too. Western Sydney, I've said for a long time, I don't know if I've said on the podcast, but I definitely hold the opinion that they are a a much stronger team than they would appear on paper. Yeah. Yeah. Something something happens when they get on the track that it just sort of comes together for them. Like this isn't a diss or anything like that, but they don't necessarily have the same name um, recognition and some of the skaters, like they've obviously got some very talented people on there, and we see them rise to the top all, all the time. Mm. Um, and even the scorers in this game with Sneaky Power Powder and Howl and Knight, they're always going to be up there. But they're also making out the 14. A lot of skaters, like you said, were uh, um, are fringe skaters or sometimes getting a run for the first time, but yeah. they seem to really <laughs> get through. Like they won Eastern Region Div 2 last year. Mm-hmm. They came third in TGSS Div 2 only a couple of months ago and then what they've done in, in 5x5 as well. When they really started on the back foot, if they had a better start to the season, they probably would have been in a really good position to cut, to play off for the, the, the cup at the end. Yeah. I think they kind of made up for a, a slow couple of games at the start of the year. Mm. Yeah, definitely. All right, the next game, our third game of the day was the grand final of our Battlegrounds division, featuring the hosts, Central Coast Roller Girls, taking on Northern Beaches Roller Girls, the Sirens. And this game, I, I wrote it on Facebook on the day for the 5x5 page. They put on an instant classic. It was so tense and such good derby going on um, and a really, really fun game to watch. Um, I don't know if there was any nails left in the entire building by no, the end of look it. At some, <laughs> look at the, some of the photos that um, like Roaring, the likes of Roaring Storm have put up of the um, crowd. You can see on everybody's faces oh, exactly God. what the tension in the crowd it, was. It was, yeah, it was, it was pretty epic. At the yeah. end of the, the 60 minutes, though, we could only have one winner. This time it was Central Coast, the home team, winning a grand final in front of the home crowd, which is pretty special. In a nail-biter, uh, 120, uh, sorry, 171, to 159, only 12 points in it, 12 um, points. going into those good. last couple of jams as well. Top scorers for Central Coast, no surprise in there, it's Copper Floggin with 65, Hazy Demon with 49, Medusa adding 31. For Northern Beaches, Dread Pirate Roberts chipped in 81, a huge score there, and Swift Justice with 57. I don't think she got off the track. <laughs> yeah. the last on. five minutes, yeah, she. I think she yeah. ran a, a few of you as well, isn't it, Shirley? Just kept... Yeah. Know, yeah, look, um, I'll, the second half, we, we lost a few of our players um, through different things that happened on the track. Um, so towards the end, we did. We just recycled a lot of people, but that was a plan anyway. So a lot of us were meant to go on every second jam anyway. Um, so for the first half, Dread actually played every second jam, uh, which is a massive ask. And she couldn't quite keep doing that the second half, but then second half of the second half, she had to be on and just kept going, and she was just, just unreal. I don't think she came off in the last five minutes. Yeah, probably not. The last three jams. I don't yeah. believe she did either. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what a Top, joke. I just kept That's sending ridiculous. it back out. No, keep the star on. You're going again. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, you keep your your best players out on the track to to win the game and. That's pretty huge, but um, this game was so good to watch. Mm. What was it like yeah. playing it, Shirley? Um, I loved it. It was it was so nerve wracking. Um, I think so I we could not be prouder of what the girls did and what the bench did, and just unreal. And for, I think um, probably our inexperience got to us a little bit on the day. You know, we did a few silly things. Penalties were a little bit too high. Um, I think, you know, Vix sent off with, with a jump that she did, not realising what the you impact of that, that was. So, yeah, you can't, you can't jump at a wall. Um, but <laughs> Well, you can. You just, you, you just can't, can't you know, stay in the game after that. Yeah, is exactly. All. So, um, you know, just little things like that. Um, first half especially, I think we let outside things get to us. Um, you know, CCRG had an amazing cheer squad um, first half and we were, you know, just letting little things get to us. And I think what was great was we all came together and went, right, just focus on what we can control and just get out there and do as do the best we can and we just – fought and you know ccrg to for us to get to 12 points within a team like ccrg was just for us unreal i think the emotion got to us at the end and i think everybody had a cry um not because of the fact that we lost but i think just all of it together you know like we got so close we didn't quite get there what a season we've had and everyone just kind of you know but um yeah west yeah we were really excited about it but it was a hard game and we have a lot of injuries we've had a lot of girls that haven't done anything since the grand final leading into Erd, so it'll be uh, interesting if it makes you feel better shirty we've had a, had a, a lot of people needing time off and, and recuperation <laughs> well i've been chatting to a lot of leagues and i think it's the same everywhere like it was just a big season and people's bodies just hurt afterwards and needed a bit of a rest mm, yeah definitely my heart did. Yeah. <laughs> My heart did as well, Kurna. <laughs> um, Shirley, you mentioned the the crowd that CCRG, you know, was really getting into, and almost was like the sixth, the fifth blocker out there kind of yeah. thing. One of the things, like, I fucking loved because where the announcer sits, like, I just got this straight up view of the crowd. The whole, and it's same as where from the benches. It's on the other side of the track. Yeah. And on one side, and they. I don't know if it was intentional or not, but the they, they kept in the split. corners. Yeah, one mm. one side, turn uh, yeah. three, was all CCRG just going fucking crazy. Yeah. And then turn two on the other side was Northern Beaches and there was like yeah. this Second half, Northern Beaches competition. got so loud and I just know that every time we're in that corner, the hits were bigger and they were harder and it was just – and it spurred us on beyond belief. But we didn't really come to life until the second half with that crowd. But once it was up going – when you had a minute to have a look at the crowd, it was unbelievable. Everyone was just screaming. And as I don't know if it was Apple or Lola said, the photos that were put on Facebook are hilarious. Mm. Everyone's just, there's people in the air. There's people's faces looking like they're about to cry. There's some people looking like they're about to poo their pants. It's unreal. <laughs> I love that. Some people I think did shed. <laughs> it's not get shed, it's get shitty. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hang on, how did what? <laughs> How did that happen? <laughs> oh, God. Um, yeah, it, it was pretty amazing to watch. I hope it becomes like a, a really good, friendly rivalry between these two that really aren't that far away. Northern yeah. Beach is just up the highway a little bit to the central coast, and you've got the makings of right there of a pretty good rivalry going forward. 
Yeah, I think so. Like we were all chatting afterwards because I didn't really know many of the CCIG girls beforehand. But after that, and I've got, you know, nothing but respect for those girls and they were a lot of fun. Although, you know, I was in the middle of the game almost about to pass out through exhaustion and there they're going, oh, having a chat about beers and what they're going to do afterwards. I'm like, oh, my God, how can you be so casual? I'm stressing out my breath. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's actually good to hear they were having those conversations because I know how hard the bench was working to keep them calm. And Oh, really? Because he was not fucking calm at all. <laughs> oh, no, 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 I'm not, I'm not talking about Hans being calm. That's never going to happen. I'm talking about Inga and Inga's influence at keeping the bench calm. Right. <laughs> Hans was jumping out like a madman. I really thought yeah. he was going to split his pants. <laughs> There's a I mean, really great got, photo of it too. He got height on those jumps. Yeah, who said white men can't jump? <laughs> yeah, they lied. Mm. Um, there was a there was a moment, and I don't know if, like, because I was watching from the side, I get to sort of analyze things a little bit differently. Um, Dread Pirate Roberts was jamming. This was about 11, 10, 11 minutes left in the second half, and Northern Beaches had put together a really good string of jams. Um, had had come back and was, I think, it got to. It was well within double digits. It was probably mm. only a few points in it at that point. And Dread um, got hit to the inside on the far far side. So turn one, turn two, got hit yeah. to the inside. CCRG Jammer was on the opposite end of the track. So Dread couldn't see because they've got the middle of the track. You got scores, you know, refs, you got the, the whiteboards, you got all that. Being hit to the middle, knowing she only had about a quarter of a lap on the other jammer, she called it off. But CCRG Jammer actually got a penalty. So she called off a power jam mm. um, without really knowing it. Mm. That meant that, you know, you start again, CCRG can put out a stronger blocker lineup, um, you know, all that sort of thing. Never call Short off a power jam. Never then, fucking yeah. call off a power jam. People call it off call off a power jam to get a better jammer in or whatever. Don't do it. You only got 30 seconds. You need to make the initial pass. you got to make that initial pass. But anyway, she didn't mean it. She it happened. Corporal punishment got put out as a jammer with the power jam. Unfortunately, she got called for a penalty. Power jam back to Central Coast. It was also her seventh, um, and it was a two-minute power jam to Central Coast with no jammer allowed yeah. back on track. I'm not even sure on the rules on that. I don't know how that works because she only got one penalty, but it ended up being a full fucking two-minute power jam for yeah. Central Coast, and that was mm. the the momentum shift. It was all Northern Beaches for a few jams, about five minutes or so, and they were coming back over the top. As soon as that changed, Central Coast perked up, scored 25 or whatever in that jam, and and it was all coming back again. So they, they'd made this comeback and built up this momentum and riding a crest and then had to start again, and unfortunately time sort of ran out on Northern Beaches. But it's not often where you can go that one moment, um, change the game or whatever, but I think for me, looking at it going, oh, that's that's a killer, that, that one's going to hurt, um, ended up being 12 points at the end there, so... I would have to agree with you, Kahuna, that that particular one jam that that we did end up with a two-minute power jam really gave us the ability to fight back. Yeah, it would have been very interesting to see how it would have changed if... If it wasn't a seventh penalty and, you know, Jammer comes back. I still need to talk to a ref about that because I'm not... Yeah, I I was questioning that one too, going, what? She just stood up and stood behind the bench. Yeah, she got told... As the box, sorry. Yeah, she stood up behind the the box when they called it as her seventh penalty. Yeah. 
I still haven't had it fully explained to me either, but apparently that's what happens now. Really? So a 30-second penalty can Can become become two minutes. Yeah, like four times. So be careful, jammers. Yeah. Um, But still, like, even that last five, ten minutes and and Dredd got the power jam at the final jam and I'm like, she's she's within reach and so... It was That's so the tense. Of the last few jams. Um, so, so, yeah, I, I can't remember that jam, to be honest. I think I was just, don't know what was happening at that point. Um, but, yeah, I remember Kaz getting sent off and and I think uh, she was she was devastated, of course, but, you know, she she got seven penalties because she was working her ass off. So, um, but, yeah, it was a close game. It was a good game and, both teams, I think, were really happy with how they played, which is which is awesome. That's the sort of game that wins fans. Yeah. <laughs> That's the sort of game that, like, if you go to roller derby for the first time, and hopefully we had some people there that might be watching it for the first time, whatever, that's the sort of game that makes you want to watch more. Mm. Agreed. That makes Definitely you fall in love to, with it, yeah. Have to agree there. Um, so hats off to both teams, because that was... Winner or loser, that was a freaking amazing game. And to put it on for the grand final and for Central Coast to do that in front of their home crowd uh, was pretty special, I think. Very much so, Kahuna. And we loved every minute of it. And a really big thank you to the girls from Northern Beaches. They have amazed everyone this year in 5x5. And sure. we look forward to future events where we may see them again <laughs> we've just had look i've got to say it on like behalf of all the girls we've had so much fun and i think we can't get over how i mean we've all played different sports before but all of us are pretty much new to derby and just to be accepted into anything like the five by five accepted us has just been unreal and we've all made friends and we're all you know we just we just think it's awesome we've had a ball so um you know thanks for letting us be a part of it and also be part of the podcast too it's been great Oh, thanks for being part of it, Shirley. Oh, I feel like I speak thanks, for all Shirley. of us when I say <laughs> it's it's mutual. <laughs> and that's as fluffy as I get. <laughs> oh. No, it's been great. I think Northern Beaches um, have had a hell of a year to yeah. come from never having played a game. For your first game ever to be in the 5x5 five five, um, and then come through, like... You you played Outcast in that first game, which was the second round, but you had the bye in the first. So you played Outcast in that first game, um, and won. But it was you know it wasn't like a, a fully formed machine that you were five min five months later. And to see that progression from round two to re- to grand final is pretty special. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, look, we just. We did. We were lucky. We just kept getting better and better with each game, and um, the girls have just loved it. And I think that's what's what's helped us just get better. You know, everybody's really keen to improve individually and as a team. So it's just been awesome. Um, Central Coast, Brett, again, a, a, an amazing season for a one hell of a team. Um, last year, going through to the grand final. This year, going undefeated the whole way. Um, we we are just so proud of our girls and the so proud of our league and the work that we've done this year and the fact that we've, we fixed a lot of things that weren't working for us. We we went back and, and looked at the final of 5x5 five five last year and, and went, 
yeah, okay, we actually did play a really shockingly bad game. How do we not do that this year? We we changed so many things, and I also would have to credit the con- having the consistency now of a permanent head coach has changed our league. We're more stable. We've got clear training, clear goals that we all agree on. It's been so much fun. Yeah, and, and it's 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 really shown out on the track as well. I think all season, the grand final, that was a, a great game, but that was the closest anyone has come to Central Coast in 5x5 five five this year. Like, it was a really dominant season from from a team who whose primary jammer is a rookie. Um, you know, this is true. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. most of your jammers, jammer rotation, obviously Hazy's been there, but, you know, when you're throwing out Copper, when you're throwing out, like, Jammin and Bamphibian and Medusa, um, they're all names we hadn't seen before, and then to step up on that stage, I guess similar to what Northern Beach has done as well, people who haven't done it before look like they've been doing it for years. And I have to give give the credit to the girls and on how well they've bonded as a team and how well they support each other. You got Copper there. You add Hannibal back in. I don't know what's happening with Teeny, but if she picks up the skates again. Teeny's, Teeny's having time off. She's getting married very soon. Really good. And what? Huh? Yeah. Huh? We all have those moments. Yeah. Um, yeah, Teeny's having time off. She's getting married. Um, we're hoping that after all that's done and other ways, she'll be back. And Hannibal will be back in an upcoming event. Yeah, so you, you start adding those pieces back in and that, that becomes even more formidable. Uh, so interesting to see what happens with Central Coast next and Northern Beaches because that was an amazing year for both teams. The last game of the evening was our Armageddon Grand Final. Southside taking on Varsity. Um, in a replay of round five, in which Varsity came out on top. Scores nearly mirroring and just reversed. Southside actually winning this one, 123-82. to 82. Top scorers for Southside were Danny Hill with 49, Paul Favor with 42, and Anklebiter with 32. Varsity had Joe Dirt on 31, and Repercussions with 26. Uh, wow, that's really um, consistent, hey, like... 60 points in the first half, 63 in the second, 40 in the first mm. half for VR, um, VDL and um, 42, and 42 in the second. That's, yeah. that's incredibly consistent. Wow. Yeah, you never really see almost, almost exact, like, same performance yeah. in both halves. Usually, you know, we saw it in the, the other games. Um, Blowout, yeah. Games two and games three with Western Sydney weird. One team dominates the first half. Second team comes back in the second. Um, same with Central Coast and Northern Beaches. Uh, Central Coast getting the, the better of the first half. Northern mm. Beaches getting the better of the second. But this one, remarkably consistent, almost weirdly so when you see it on in yeah. writing. Yeah. Um, wow. But this one, of course, bringing Southside their second 5x5 championship back-to-back years. Um, I'm obviously immensely proud the fact that they won that, but does anyone else want to add anything to this game before I sort of start gushing? <laughs> you, you wouldn't, you wouldn't even let me call it though. When there was like, I think it was only a couple of minutes left on the clock, and I wanted to put the damn <laughs> stickers on the medals. You're like, no, 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 not yet, not yet. <laughs> yeah, it's very sad because I mean, imagine if they we did fuck it up. 
I know, right? You'd be like, yeah. Um, For those who don't know, the medals no. that um, obviously go to the first place, second place, you only have one set of medals, but the names that get engraved on the back are on a plate that gets stuck on. So <laughs> I didn't get them pre-engraved kind of thing. I just had the plate separate. And then based on whether you win or lose, your name goes on silver or gold. Um I didn't want to jump the gun too early and start putting names on gold and silver when, in fact, you know, the game's still very much up for grabs. So you like, kind of have on, to wait till the last. There's a lot of points in these. Let me put them on. You're like, no, not yet, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because what if they get, you know, a couple know. of power jams in a row and 40 Nobody points is not a lot. place, yay. <laughs> Yeah, totally. Yeah, we do things differently at 505. That's right. It's just shaking it up. Crazy. <laughs> um, but uh, did, did you guys get to watch the game? I did. I did. It was um, it was, it was really good to see um, S2D2. Uh, you know, they, they wanted this win. Like, the, they had the fire beneath them and – yeah, I mean, you could see the determination in the in the plays. Like, it was really, really, really good to watch. Yeah, I think um, in round five, I, I I think they did get a little bit complacent. The force, um, and I don't. I mean, I don't know. No one sort of said this out front, but I'm assuming anyway. They might have just assumed they were going to win in front of our home crowd. They, they, they know they've beaten Varsity before. They they did well at TGSS and kind of had a bit of momentum that way and, and maybe took their foot off the pedal a little bit and got caught napping by Varsity in front of our home crowd. They didn't want that to happen again. They know that they were the defending champions from last year um, and they wanted to win. They didn't come out and, you know, blow them away like um, last year or, or, or we know that they're capable of, but I do think mm. it was a controlled victory, like... It was never really like in danger. I think Varsity did get within twelve, you know, around the double-digit mark at some point in the second, but um, were ma- able to sort of bring it back and, and keep keep control of the score the whole way through. So, not yeah. like a, a dominant performance, but at least a controlling one. What does scare me though is that Varsity were down a few skaters as well. Oh, yeah, okay. Varsity. I think. Um Varsity are one of the leagues this year that has just astounded me. I mean, they were always they were always strong, but from the last time I had seen them play to what they've managed to achieve in the five by five this year has just been remarkable. They are just a team that are working really, really well together, and you can see the cohesion on the track. It just all works for them. Um, they've got some really great skaters. They've got some really good blockers really good jammers, uh, you know, they're just a really, they've been so consistent this year. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you look at the, at the obviously after each round, I would do the, the, the plus minus the total points, the average for and against, all that sort of thing. And their performances throughout the year was much stronger than Southside's even. Um, when you consider round four at hard, they absolutely blew out Blue Mountains. And mm. then to come in and beat Southside at home in round five, like they were legitimately the number one team at the end of the regular season. Um, I, I think they, they came into the grand final with some injuries. Um, that also happened to, lucky for us, coincide with a fired up force and they knew they wanted to win. And had they had full strength, 
Um, I, I, I don't know how different it would have been. I hope it wouldn't, and I hope this, you know, the force would step up to that. But um, they're a very close team. These two teams, uh, and we're going to talk about Erd and Eastern Region later on. We mentioned that. But as far as the um, rankings go and the qualifying points, there was less than one point separating these two teams after an entire season of games. Mm. Um, wow. Like it was point zero one of a point or something, going uh-huh. to yeah going to the, the the final meeting where we decided placings and stuff. So these two teams are, are very close and a full strength varsity um, would have made it a very different story, I think. I didn't realise they were short skaters. They were. They even had mm. um, someone make their debut in the grand final as well. Oh wow! Mm. Yeah, because um, they were so short, so. Oh jeez! I think they only had. I think they had eleven or twelve. I can't remember, but it definitely. I think, yeah, I think it was eleven. Yeah, they were definitely short a couple anyway. God, makes it even more impressive, really. It does. Yeah. To, yeah. To, to push the force the way they do is is pretty good, um, and the fact that you're seeing there, like it's a pretty low scoring game as well. One twenty three plays eighty two. Um, only 200 points combined is is quite a, a low scoring game and shows how defensively minded both teams were. Um, and when you look at you know someone like Paul Favor who's been scoring like crazy in, in the Armageddon division um, to only be kept to 42, and then yeah. Varsity's top scorer overall was 31. Mm. Um, Shows mm-hmm. you how much, how fierce the walls were, how much the blocking was doing. Uh, not a lot of power jams in it either. You know, you get 20 point jams and there was none of those. It was all hard fought, nickel and diming, four point jams here and there. So. God. What, what the hell is that? <laughs> oh, you can hear my dad laughing. Awesome. Oh, <laughs> oh hi, Sir G's dad. Hi, Papa G. <laughs> He's got a great laugh. Yeah, right. Yeah, he'll do that. <laughs> whatever that was, was uh, whatever he was laughing at, he was loving it. Yeah. Oh, uh, he's probably watching clips on YouTube again. Was, he loves cats. <laughs> <laughs> cats who love water. <laughs> oh, no. Um, in this game, I know, because obviously I'm close to the, the force outside, I know that they they had some goals and they achieved a lot of them in, in shutting down key players on the other team. And the fact that you're seeing Joe Dirt um, top scoring there in 31 means that Southside did a really good job on, I, I know they specifically set out to, to limit what damage um, Block the Pussy and Laceration could do. Um, mm. And they were the two girls they knew could really hurt them. And they, they limited them substantially, uh, which probably led to the, the score being the way it was. So it was a good game from the force and a great game from Varsity as well. Um, these two teams have got a, a great history now. Southside are 2-1, but that first win last year was only seven points in the last game. So these games can go either way with these two teams and look forward to them playing a lot more in the future as well. Yeah. Um, Anything else people want to add on the grand final day at all? Just the the one thing I will add, if that's okay with everyone, a very big thank you from CCRG for being able to host the grand final. It was an absolute pleasure to have you all come up. 
we had a lot of fun. It was one of the best run events we've actually done to date. And we would strongly encourage all the 5x5 leagues to seriously consider hosting the final if they get the opportunity. It is so much fun. It is a lot of work, but it it is so worth it. Are you saying it's time for someone else to step up because you don't want to do it again, Brett? <laughs> no, I'm actually not saying that. I'm just putting it out there. Hint, hint, if someone else wants to do it next year. <laughs> I mean, I, I'd be more than happy to, to put it to my league and go, yep, let's do it again. Well, you guys did a great job. It was a really well-run event. Yeah, yeah. you guys do okay, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. You guys came <laughs> together in the end. Yeah. Yeah, it was, a, it was actually a really great day overall. Four good games, like some decent derby was being played um, and, and no no real blowouts throughout the whole day. Um, so much fun watching you know, Hard come away with a win. The Western Sydney weird game was a really close, hard-fought game. Northern Beaches and, and Central Coast putting on, as I said, an instant classic. And then for my team to win, I was ecstatic in the, at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, so a really good day. But also, I think, um, even though it might be patting myself on the shoulder a little bit, <laughs> an awesome year. It was fucking 5 by 5 is so year. good. It was a great year. I think, you know, um, there was a little bit of uncertainty in the beginning of the year because we just didn't know how it was going to go with the 10 teams and, you know, with the mini tournament style every every bloody month. Um, you know, it was a big risk what we, we did at the beginning of the year and I think it's really paid off. You know, it's um, it came together and, and it got a really good response from from everyone, really. Yeah, mm. and that's, um, um, again, some unsung, un- I can't talk, good speak, <laughs> unsung heroes of this and people that don't get enough recognition as all the representatives from all the leagues who work cooperatively together, mm. basically 12 months of the year every year to make this thing happen. Mm. Um, it's all behind the scenes. Unless you were part of the leagues involved, you wouldn't know that it happens. Mm. But it's a hell of a lot of work and they do a really, really good job. And, you know, thank you all you guys who um, put in so much effort into it. Yeah, good job, folks. Well, I agree. Amazing job has gone into it. Yeah. Um, speaking of great years, the there were obviously each team and the overall competition was pretty amazing this year. But there were some skaters that deserved individual recognition as well. And we had our awards ceremony at the end of the grand final day. Obviously, um, Central Coast and Southside claiming their cups. There was a new Golden Cup for the Battlegrounds division. which It's an awesome Golden Cup. It's currently in my lounge room. (laughs) Because it's my week with the cup. (laughs) I don't know, Southside. We're we're pleased to bring home theirs. Um, The only really disappointing thing for Southside was that Everyone like was really hyped up and then forgot to bring the cup to Seven Eleven last week when they had the Bring Your Own Cup Day. Oh, that oh, what? <laughs> no! <laughs> we were like, no, photo opportunity gone missing. That would have been you great. You always need a photo shoot. Every opportunity there has to be a photo shoot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but- you know, I had the cup leaks when you fill it with liquids. Nope. Is that true? No, no, no. You guys, not. you silicon sealed that up after last year, did you? We silicon sealed it up on grand final day last year. Yeah. So by the end of the night, it wasn't dry yet, <laughs> but it's definitely dry 
12 months later. <laughs> I, I don't, we drank champagne out of it on the day. Someone was drinking from it at the after party the whole five minutes that I spent there. I did see that. Yeah, it was definitely uh, sealed enough to have liquid in it. Throughout the last 12 months, though, there's been cats and dogs sitting in it and fruit. <laughs> it served as someone's oh. fruit bowl for a few weeks and there's been a lot of stuff in that. So it was a, it was definitely drink at your own risk because well, I don't yeah, know if they wiped it, it out clean enough. I someone's dishwasher before yeah. it got drunk yeah. out of. <laughs> it's a big fucking dishwasher to hold that thing. Yeah, I reckon. Um, well, maybe you know. some wet wipes or something. I don't know. Mm. But it didn't stop it. Someone spat in it and wiped it with an oily rag. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It didn't stop it. it. Stopped them though. They drank from it. They had champagne out of it, uh, and that was that's fun holding that up, trying to drink. Yeah, tastes, just tastes like victory and salmonella. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but the, just the sheer size of it. You try to get it up to you, and then it just all comes rushing. Like you just yeah. get and sucked I, in. I it. think I said that to someone. I'm like, I think Shez was drinking out of it. I'm like, I kind of want to see her wear this. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> Um, as far as the Battlegrounds one, though, I didn't try to seal it because it was so unsuccessful last year, so I didn't try. Um, yeah. Did anyone try to drink out of it or anything suggestive? No, no, not as yet. We're, we're considering getting it sealed properly just so in, in future it can be used as a drink vessel. <laughs> They're fucking big cuffs, um, <laughs> but they were fun. Um, there were some smaller cups on the day that were handed out as part of our, as part of our individual awards, same as last year. Uh, we had for each division an All-Star 5, as well as Blocker and Jammer of the Year. So for Battlegrounds Division, our All-Star 5 um, are, are skaters that were considered um, deserving of recognition. The, not Obviously not the Blocker or the Jammer of the Year, but outside of that, um, skaters who... Some of the, the criteria that we looked at were statistically. They were, you know good performers, but also um, some things that aren't as quantifiable. Things that we looked at were, thing, um, were how big a part of their team they are, how much does the team rely on them, um, is the team better because they're on the track, is the team worse when they're not on the track, how many games have they played, how penalty heavy they are. Probably ruled out someone here today, Lola, I'd say. Hey, can I just say, did you see, did you see... In that the game where it counted, I stayed on for the entire game. I did. I did. Do you know? That. Do you know what happened? I was so proud of that. <laughs> what happened though? What did I do? How well did I manage to um, manage my penalties? You got a penalty in the last jam. Yeah, fouled the out on the final whistle. Yep. yep. <laughs> fouled out on the final whistle. That. That is time That's management. Yeah. <laughs> That's um, exceptional management. It is. It Thank is. you so very much. A lot of things went into it, and there is a, a player efficiency rating that the very nerdy and geeky pandemonium has figured out that gets all the awesome stuff that you women do and spits out one number to judge you. So... One number to rule them all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, our all-star five for Battlegrounds from Central Coast was Alitude. Uh, from Inner West, Vanity Bonfire. From Outcast Derby was Barbie Killer. Uh, from Northern Beaches, Dread Pirate Roberts. And from Northern Beaches, again, was Ruby Whipper. Mm-hmm. All very deserving ladies. Yeah. All of them. Very, all of them. Like, yes, I agreed. agreed. Um, our blocker of the year for Battlegrounds, none other than Apple Your Hair. So well deserved. I um 
I, did you drink out of your cup? No, I didn't. I was so remember I was so sick I that know, day. But you're not sick now. Why have you not cracked that oh, bad it's, boy out? It's the, it went straight to the pool room. I, I honestly, I've never <laughs> been so proud of a of a a trophy. Like, yeah. Um, Kane was holding it, and I like yelled, at, "You put that down! You put it down now! Did it's mine, it? not yours." <laughs> yeah. Did you buff his little fingerprints out of it? I did. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no, I was, I was um, extremely sick that day, and um, yeah, just was blown away with with um with, with winning that. I you got a bit emotional. Didn't I, you? I did get you very emotional. emotional. I was like, oh my god! But yeah, no, um. Very chuffed. Uh, congratulations, Very well deserved. Thank you. Um, yes. and I, I do have. Here. Sorry, I, I I do have to say the look on Apple's face when you announced <laughs> was priceless. I had a few it people the, message me after that actually and go, "Your face was gold." Uh, it was. <laughs> you know, it was, how, it was you just know how little she was expecting it. She actually said to me, "Someone from our league is getting a prize." As captain, can you come down and accept it? And I went, "Yeah, okay." So I went wandering down there. Yeah, no, because Cahoon had said, don't go anywhere. And I'm like, oh, did one of my girls get something? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. Lola, come and, come come and, and get, get this. Because, yeah, I shouldn't accept it, you know. You're captain, you do it. Yeah. You should have done um, it anyway, cool. Lola. Pardon? You should have yeah, done it. Anyway. Have. Just I accept it on her behalf. Damn stairs, I'd, I'd had a few drinks by then. That wasn't easy. There you go. <laughs> Um, and of course, jammer of the year for battlegrounds was Copper Floggin, who tore up the season as far as scoring points goes. Didn't she? Yeah, amazing jammer right there. And Central Coast future looks very bright with her uh, skating. Um, yeah, she's pretty incredible. Mm. Has she's definitely an amazing addition to our league. Does anyone have any objections to the any of the award recipients? Definitely not. Any objections? No. <laughs> uh, any any question questionable choices in there? I think I think it was nailed pretty good. Like if you look through the list, there's no way you can go. Oh come on! Like no, no, God no. Yeah. There's um everybody on mm. that list deserves to be on it. It's a shame the list can't be a bit bigger. There are other skaters that I would. Um, I mean, I'm a bit. You know, you know, I'm a fence sitter. I'd have given everyone a fucking award. But, <laughs> <laughs> um. There's nobody on that list who you could possibly look at in all God conscience and say they didn't deserve it. Yeah. yeah. Um, there were some questions about how, I mean, the awards are given out in terms of the All-Star 5 had two Northern Beaches and no one from Hard, things like that. Um, mm. And when you've got seven awards and f- and five teams... It some, just doesn't divide evenly. It doesn't. Some teams are going to get two two awards in there. And the logic is... Um, and I'm sure everyone would agree, is that if you're going to the grand final, if you're the champion or you're in second place, you probably did something pretty good throughout the year and have some pretty special players that deserve to be, you know, a couple of te- a couple of players in there. If you're coming in fifth place, you probably still had some good games, but you probably wouldn't have the dominant skaters that the first place team would have. So someone like Northern Beaches, who came in second, went to the grand final, put on an amazing game, have two skaters in there. Hard had also an amazing season, came in third, but you've got your representation in the Blocker of the Year with Apple there, so which yeah, is a, a pretty great award as well. Definitely. Yeah. Um, Armageddon 
had the same awards, All-Star 5 and Blocker of the Year, Jammer of the Year. All-Star 5 from Wollongong was Viciousness. From Varsity, Laceration. From Western Sydney, Power Pout. From Blue Mountains, Jackson Pollocks. From Southside was Bacardi Bruiser. Uh, Blocker of the Year was Red Hot Chili Pepper from Varsity. And Jammer of the Year was Poor Favor from Southside. Yeah, again, yeah. there's there's no one in that list who... It's a pretty good lineup, isn't it? You would, you'd like to have that as a team. I was going to say, yeah. you know what? We should have a 5x5... Five five, All-star um, team. Yeah. It's, um, the, it's every possible. Single, every single one of those mm. names in there, hugely deserving, great bunch of women. Yeah, I'm looking through that list, and, and they, yeah, they really were standouts for their team. Um, and did some pretty amazing things for for the respective leagues this year. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so that's our individual awards. That was all done as part of the awards ceremony. We handed out the, the individual awards. We handed out the gold and silver medals to our champions and runners-up, and then, of course, the cups that we talked about so lovingly before. There was another award that was given out on the day, um, and this one, <laughs> what do you think of this, Apple? Should we run it again next year? No. (laughs) (laughs) It was a fun idea, but fuck, it was hard on the day. Oh, my God. The logistics of it were a bit of a nightmare, hey? Yeah. This is way harder than any of the actual derby that happened. It was the (laughs) 5x5 Bake Off. (laughs) Master Bakers, jeez. (laughs) So there was an award. And the winning league. I'll get you one. Thank you. (laughs) The winning league at the end of the day uh, was Varsity. Claiming the award for no, it wasn't Vasco. No, no, Central it was Coast. Central, Central Coast. Coast. Home honestly, team. This sounds really stupid, but I don't even know how that happened because Hard took out two of the categories and Varsity got the other one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and Varsity got I, the other one. I don't know how it happened either. But yet, CCG ended up winning over all in points. Wack and I were going. What the fuck? How does this even happen? I'm like, I'm consistently, see they're consistent. Recount. If you keep coming, three seconds is better than a first and a fifth or whatever. Yeah, apparently. Look at that. Like we just we couldn't work it out. We're just like, look, I've got a fever. I don't know. Let's just call it. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Yeah, everyone get out. So Varsity won the cupcake. That's why I had Varsity there. Varsity won the cupcake. Yeah, what? and we won the cookie and the slice. And then Central Coast won overall. So Central Coast having a very successful day. Jammer of the Year, All-Star 5, Battlegrounds Champion, and the big one, the, the Bake Off Champion. Bakers. Master Bakers. <laughs> the Master Bakers. All of you, Master Bakers. Master Bakers. <laughs> so that one probably not coming back. No, no. <laughs> Unless um, someone else wants to run it. One time only. Apple, yeah, I, like, I, Fuck I no. support that it doesn't come back because let me tell you, sitting down trying to divide things up for people was a nightmare. Oh, I can imagine, yeah. Hey, from it my is... perspective, I think it was awesome because <laughs> yeah. I just had to eat the shit. Oh, yeah, no. no. The food did was freaking great. Did you taste my tears and my cupcakes, Kahuna? Because I tell you what, I was deliriously tired by the time I baked those things they were oh, and I, I can't was... guarantee that I didn't cry into the. Oh, I my thought God, it was love. It tastes like love to me, Lola. <laughs> It tasted like suffering. <laughs> it tastes yep. like I hate you. <laughs> it, t- it tastes like we're never doing this again. Yeah. Yeah. It's not happening. Do you know um, how many I made? Do you know how many I made that day? I made like 72. I'm not kidding. <laughs> that was That's overkill. Well, I bake for the team as well. 
Every and every, one for Lenny. Every game and one for Lenny. <laughs> yep. <laughs> every time. Yep. And she appreciates it. Oh, she does. I know. <laughs> That's why she gets one because she shows the cupcake love. <laughs> um, but congratulations <laughs> to all the bakers and thank you because it obviously contributed to our bake stall, uh, which helped with the profits and the day and everything going back to the leagues as well to make uh, an overall successful day for for everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last competition that we had running was the tipping comp mm. that ran throughout the year. The first time ever done in Derby, just like the Bake Off. And this one was a lot of fun over the course of six months. A bit of bragging rights on the line, um, including a couple people from the podcast yeah, whatever. <laughs> we'll just gloss over this one. Yeah, um, please. Minxie coming, holding on to first place <laughs> yeah, for a majority you're of the season. Beaten by a cat. <laughs> yeah, she. Everyone that cat's got beaten by smart. a cat. Yeah. Um, yeah. But Minxie, aka Fairy Bled from Southside, gets a merch pack of you know shirts from each league in in the five by five, which is a pretty big deal, and also something from Hidden Agenda Clothing as well. So. Minxie, congratulations. She won in 56 points outright first. Uh, Shezza Spencer, Hammer Montana, Aprilla, uh, Astro Boyd, Pandemonium, Whack Russell Terrier. She actually beat both of us, April. She was in fourth overall. So someone in the podcast did pretty good. Whack Russell Terrier, Booerns, Googs, Mike Mann, myself. Then all the way down the line. <laughs> hey, it was eight. Eight. <laughs> Seriously? That's not all the way down. Look how far. It's just I got a, I'm running out of fingers to count oh, all the way oh, 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 down to apple your hair. Yeah. So um, I don't know what bet we had going on, but I won and you owe me something. Oh, really? <laughs> yep, I just decided. Oh, man. See, if I hadn't have stuffed up my tips and, you know, did my whole opposite thing, in the end I would have done a lot better. And I would have beat you, Kahuna. Yeah, definitely. But you yes. didn't. And yeah, I, I beat you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, I had well, a pretty we'll bad day as well. That of... was a really that, – that whole grand final round, I think, really stuffed up a few tips. Yeah, I know. Well, if you'd remember to change your uh, tips, Kahuna. Yeah, I would have jumped up a bit. But, I mean, I only got five out of 12. Like, it was fucking hard. People, yeah. Jammers, you know, not scoring well and – See, I beat you in the last round. I got seven. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, too little, too late. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was a great year for the Tiffin Cup. I'm sure we'll see that one again, um, if not at other things as well. Uh, and congratulations to Fairy Bled, a.k.a. Minxie, for taking it out. Um, I want to send a big thank you to our sponsors for the 5x5 this year, VoodooDollBaby.com, uh, Sydney Derby Skate, Spank Alley, and then at the Grand Final for providing some great prizes as well was Roller Derby Heaven. Uh, hopefully we'll welcome back those names again next year because we love it when people support um, 5x5 and thank you very much for your support and hopefully um, people actually bought stuff from these places to make it worth it because I don't know. Of like course. It. I hope so anyway. Um, but that that's it for 5x5 2014. We had freaking six rounds, 24 games, 10 teams, a lot of points, but a whole ton of fun, including five podcasts that we've done as well. Actually, this is the sixth one. So this is the sixth, yeah. It makes it all worth it for me as well. So everyone out there, I know we said to the, the people behind the scenes, but everyone that was just involved in some way, the officials, um, our head official syntax, all the officials, all the volunteers, the hosting leagues and the people that just made it fun and, and each and every crowd, like uh, audience member that came and and 
spent your hard-earned cash to watch some good derby and had a bit of fun as well. It was a pretty great year for 5x5. Five five. with the whistle. Oh, yes, I couldn't dish with the whistle. <laughs> <laughs> um, hmm. But anyone want to add anything to, you know, Oh, look, I'm really sad that it's over. I, I love doing the 5 by 5 I love doing the podcast. And, yeah, it's, it's kind of bittersweet at the end of the season when it's like, oh, it's all over until March yeah, <laughs> or April whenever we decide to kick off again. And we have to start planning it. So. I know, yeah, except for the planning. Yeah, that's going to start, like, November, I'm sure, again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's see, just after we get over this thing that's not happening on the weekend. What is it? Something? I don't know. I don't know something. something. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, that thing. That thing, you know, the little event. Mm. Um, but, yeah, it's been a great year. We've had newcomers to the, you know, opened it up, expanded, and seen some really great stories eventuate over the course of the year, the narratives that you see. Um, and it's funny because we're going to talk about this event coming up this weekend, but uh, the, the difference between a one-weekend thing versus a six-month season um, is huge. Like, it, yeah. you know, it's the same sort of thing. You're playing games. It's a round robin tournament over, you know, X amount of games. You do get a little bit more in a, in a full six month scene. We we played five or six games over the course of it. Um, but the 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 difference that a team can make from March to August, as opposed to Friday to Sunday, um, is huge. Your team yeah. can change personnel. Players are swapping leagues with like. It's almost like a real sport, people. Almost. <laughs> 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 There's yeah. player movement, people improving, people getting worse. The narratives that play out over that has been pretty special, and I'm I'm in love with Five by Five and can't wait for what it brings us next year. Um, but that does bring us to. We obviously don't have another round of Five by Five Five by Five to preview. We always in these podcasts talk about the upcoming round. So I thought we'd do a little bit something different. Obviously, there is an event happening this weekend. It is Eastern Region Roller Derby Smackdown, the Ooh. annual tournament of October long weekend, this year featuring all 10 5x5 five five leagues. Um, so that's why we're talking about it, because 5x5 five five is is intricately involved in it with our hosting league, Central Coast Roller Girls, playing host again. You can't get enough. You just... Yeah, we're we're gluttons for punishment. <laughs> yeah, Masochists over there at Central Coast. Um, hosting the Eastern Region SmackDown, the biggest it's ever been. And I would say probably only second to the Great Southern Slam because we've got over three days, October three to uh, 4 to 6, Central Coast Niagara Park Stadium, um, a.k.a. the Central Coast Youth Club, um, all 10 leagues of 5x5 are competing from Division 2 to Division 5. But we've got three days, 32 games, 18 leagues, 24 teams, over five divisions. Wow. It's a lot oh, of derby. Four official screws. So A lot of derby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and a new format that we haven't seen in Eastern Region before. Um, some like it. Some don't like it. We're going to find out this weekend how good it is. I'm reserving um, judgment. <laughs> judgment. Yeah. But the way this format it's is working. Be the best one I've ever been a part of. Sorry? Yeah. It's going to be the best one we've ever been a part of. <laughs> yeah. You say that with uh, exactly. yeah. Now, as a newcomer to it, Shetty, are you aware of what the difference is? Do you know what it was like the, in previous years? Um, I No. I, I went about two years ago to have a look, but only to watch one game. So um, I think 
only dreads the only one that's really ever experienced it. Everybody else is pretty much going in blind uh, as to how it all runs and everything like that. But in saying that, we're excited about it too. Okay. Good so- thing you're staying in such a rad house for the weekend, Shirty. I look. That's exciting. Yeah. Big time. <laughs> Shirty's staying with us for anyone who didn't get my subtle uh, yeah. so there's some cross pollination going on here so we might actually have a podcast from a hot tub of some sort uh, there is no hot tub I believe the there ocean. is a bath we may be hard pressed to fit all of us in it but oh, you got to come over to where we're staying then we've got a big ass hot tub oh are you serious what? <laughs> because I'm, I'm coming lie. to where you're Ali- staying there Kuna <laughs> my housemates might not like it but party at Kahuna's <laughs> Because Ali, Ali and Hada are bringing their figure skating, what well, Hada's figure skating costumes for me to wear out on the town, which I'm pretty excited about. And I awesome. would, a hot tub, I can't talk now. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> we do. We have a hot tub. Wow. Um, Is it I don't a time know machine? It, I've been told it's about 20 minutes away. I don't well, know where it is. We're 28 minutes away from the venue, so we're at Uminer. <laughs> Oh, you're at me, you minor. We're at yeah. your minor. You minor. I have Why a feeling we're further than 20 minutes. I think it's near the entrance. Oh, oh yeah, you'd be. I'm not going to the entrance just to get in a hot tub. I'm no. sorry. I don't know where it is. It might not be. Okay. I could be wrong, but I know it's pretty fucking special. I'm not no. getting in the hot tub either, because when I get into a hot tub, there's no more water left in it. I'm just <laughs> Just tidal waves out of the tub. (laughs) Um, But the format this year, Shirley, for those who don't know, is that in previous years it's been a knockout tournament. We start off on the Saturday with pool play. Um, Last year we had two divisions, but we had a whole bunch of teams playing off for in 20-minute halves throughout the Saturday to then determine placing in the knockout portion of the tournament. Um, so you would play two games on the Saturday based on your performance there. You go into a, a knockout, you know, seated sort of thing, um, and then you end up with an eventual champion at the end of the, the weekend. This year, um, replacing the pool play, we actually had qualifying games throughout the course of the 12 months. Um, most of the 5x5 games actually counted as a qualifying game. A lot of the leagues organised their own. Those who weren't in the 5x5 obviously had to find their qualifiers. You had to pay, play a minimum of three games. Based on your performance in that game, you allocated points. Points determine your ranking, which then determine your division going into Eastern Region. Um, instead of being a knockout um, tournament, there's five divisions of four teams each with the, um, and whoever, there's, so there's no playoffs, there's no knockout, there's no final, semifinals, anything like that. You play three full-length games, whoever performs the best in those games wins the division. So the, the idea of it, and I guess the upside, is that you play evenly matched teams have full-length bouts, and hopefully over the course of the weekend, there's a lot more closer games and a lot better derby, making the teams sort of better over that course rather than getting completely fucking blown out um, or complete, you know, or or trumping, like just running roughshod over a team as well. I think last year we had scores like, I know that Southside was in a game that was 350 to 5, um, yeah, in 20, and I think there was uh, yeah. a Sydney game against CKO that was like three hundred to zero. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah the year That's before in two thousand twelve. So it's not fun to be part of. No. So the, yeah, so the idea is to get rid of those, and the teams that you know are probably outmatched don't have to play a lot more powerful teams, and will hopefully have closer competition that they can 
have a bit of fun, but also get some game time and learn from rather than just getting completely destroyed. Mm. Um, and and the, the really good teams don't want to play those either. Like, they're not fun to just skate laps for 60 minutes. So Yeah, no minutes. one likes kicking a puppy. Yeah, that's right. So we ended up with five divisions, <laughs> 20 teams. We've, we do have some demo games going on. And usually we get... Um, I, I get you folk to read out the lineups, but how about we read out the divisions? Sure. Okay, so I'll kick off with Division 1, um, our top tier, our, our big dogs, of course, defending champions the last two years running, uh, Canberra Roller Derby League's Vice City Rollers in number one spot. Second spot, Sydney Roller Derby League's Assassins. Uh, third spot, Canberra Roller Derby League's Vice City Bees, their B team. And then in fourth spot is Newcastle Roller Derby League's Dockyard Dames. Who wants to do the next? You can all just decide your own order. All right, well, I'll jump in. So, <laughs> two, <laughs> what are you laughing at? I don't know who TBR are. <laughs> no, but they're the Byron, Byron Bay, aren't they? Yeah, the yeah. Bay, is, it, is it the Bay, Bay Rollers? Rollers? Okay. The Bay Rollers. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> big shout out to all our sisters from the Bay Rollers too. Stop, yo. <laughs> Cut that out, Kahuna, please. Yeah, okay. <laughs> You're no, not don't. saying it. <laughs> Go, Shirty, oh, you delightful guys. creature. Oh, stop. All right, so for Division 2, we've got S2D2, The Force, uh, VDL, Dishonor Rollers, SRDL, Snipers, and TBR, Byron, Sirens. I like their name. Me too. Yeah. yeah. I like anything that rhymes, really. Multiple sirens mm. in the competition. Rhyming and their sirens. It's great. <laughs> mm. Division 3. Don't be shy. Okay, I feel be- like I feel like Brett should do this because that's where CPRG I'll, I'll take yeah. Division three. In Division Three, we have Wollongong Illawarra Roller Derby, Steel City Derby Dolls, the Western Sydney Rollers Boutlaws, Central Coast Roller Girls Valkyries, and the Northern Beaches Roller Girls Sirens. Yay! I'll hey. Division Four. Uh, there's us, the Hawkesbury Hills Area Roller Derby Kamikazes. Inner West Roller Derby League Skate Crashers, SQD2's B Team The Empire, and Blue Mountains Roller Derby League's Free Sisters. Woohoo! And Division 5 has the Newcastle Roller Derby League Star Rights, the Coffs Coast Derby Dolls, Daughters of Mayhem, the Outcast D. Uh, what? <laughs> I can't speak. Outcast Derby Demons, and the Port Macquarie Roller Derby League Breakwall Breakers. Roller. Rollers, fucking hell. Start that again. <laughs> and the Port Macquarie Roller Derby League Breakwall Brawlers. Okay, so that's five Work. divisions in the tournament proper. Um, one thing that I really like about this is, obviously there's going to be some great matchups with the closer divisions, but some new faces, new fresh blood coming through. Uh, the Bay Rollers, Byron Sirens, all the way up the coast. Usually a Tropicarnage folk. Mm. Um, but this year, being part of you know New South Wales, they decided to st- play part of Eastern Region, which is good. We're glad to have them, and a complete unknown to most of us. Who yeah. you know, mm-hmm. we never get yes. to go to Tropicana or anything because we're playing Eastern Region and watching Eastern Region. So I don't know much about Byron. Um, I do know Flat Track Stats has them ranked pretty high, and obviously what they've done this year as far as their qualifiers against a lot of the North Coast teams. Puts them in Division 2. 
So they're an unknown quantity. I'm looking forward to seeing what they do. Um, Northern Beaches, we know well and love making their debut in Eastern Region. What's Northern Beaches feeling like coming into your first sort of big weekend tournament, Shirley? Um, it's not... Look, I'll be, I can't bullshit, so I won't. I'll just be honest. Um, we we probably haven't had the build-up that we have had for 5x5. Five five. I think it's literally after 5x5 five five, there was a bit of a come down. You know, as I said, we, we've had a few injuries. Um, we've lost some girls to nine-month injuries, things like that. So uh, we're coming Who's Springers? Yeah, so I wasn't allowed to say it in the grand final, but it's been announced now. So Kicks. Um, Oh, really? Yeah, so she couldn't play the grand final because she was pregnant. But so we've lost her. We've lost a a few other girls and going away on holidays and things at the end of the year. So we're coming in with, I think, 12 players on the Saturday and 13 on the Sunday. So, um, yeah, we're a little bit short. We're all really excited about it, but we just had that big drop-off after 5 by 5 and I think just building that momentum back up again um, probably wasn't as easy as 5 by 5 But... We're coming to the end of it, and we're the team that, like, we're getting really excited about it now. We've got our last training session tomorrow night, so we're getting really pumped about it. And, um, yeah, we're excited to see what it's all about and, you know, really excited to play CCRG again, of course, see what happens there. And then also, um, you know, with going up against Weird and WSR will be will be awesome and tough. And we're not going in um, to, to win necessarily. We're just, you know, we've, we've had that conversation. It's about just playing the best derby we can against really good tough strong teams so yeah we're excited to learn a lot over the weekend and hopefully get no more injuries we've had enough absolutely um south sides the empire also one of the new teams our first year having two teams in the competition and we're really proud of that i love the empire they're a really fun team um hard central coast northern beaches have all played them um, and, and I, I like what they're doing and they're learning a lot and we're proud to kind of be one of the leagues that have two teams in there and, and give them that opportunity. Um, That's really exciting. Yeah, it's awesome. Well, I mean, outside of Sydney and Canberra, no one's ever really done that before. Now this year we've got us and Newcastle with their B team, Star Riots, mm. making their debut as well in Division 5 um, and then Outcast as well making their, de- their debut nice at, at Eastern Region. Sorry? It would be nice to have that position. All too many spouting skaters need two teams. <laughs> it's terrible. It's awful. Um, yeah, Outcast making their debut in, in the tournament as well so it will be fun to give them a weekend of tournament play. Um if you look at Division 3 and Division 4, is it is it Division 3 and 4? You're, yeah, you're it's, with, with, story, the, with the exception of the Empire, who are still kind of S2-D2, those two divisions are all 5x5. Five five. Yep. That's correct. Um, so I'm really interested to see, like, this. that's where a lot of good games are going to come out of, I think. There's going to be great games throughout the entire weekend, but... I'd like to see what Central Coast and Northern Beaches can do against Western Sydney and and That's weird. what we're looking forward to as well. Step up. Step up and play a, a, a new level. Mm. Kahuna? Yes. Have, can I ask a question that may or may not be cut out of this podcast? You may ask. Uh, the, the run sheet that we may or may not have in front of us to make us look clever when we're talking um, statistics and stuff. Mm-hmm. What do the little asterisks mean? Yeah, I was thinking that. Ah, yes. Okay. So one of the other things that um, I mentioned before was the placement for the tournament coming in oh, was yeah. based off your qualifiers. There were a couple of teams based on their games where um, 
the, right. the qualifying points maybe didn't match up with what they should have been placed. Um, yeah, so, we placed way higher than yeah. so, <laughs> we should have. Um, what the actual fuck? The Dockyard Dames from Newcastle played a couple of their qualifiers and for whatever reason, early in the year, I don't know if it was personnel, injuries, whatever, but they played, They chose their games to be against Canberra's Vice City A and the Assassins and they got completely blown out in both games, wow. leaving them in Division 5 for <laughs> the majority of the season. So you would have had the Dockyard Dames playing Port Macquarie and... Outcast. Yeah. Um, so there was a decision made that, you know, that's obviously insane and they deserve to be a lot higher than that. And at our Eastern Region Committee sort of planning group, we, we placed mm. Newcastle in Division 1 regardless of their ranking points. Yeah. Um, there was also a decision made where Hard and Northern Beaches decided to swap divisions. Yeah. Um, so the points throughout the year had hard placed higher and Northern Beaches placed lower. Northern Beaches wanted to step up and take the challenge of Division 3 and hard thought that their skill set was more suited to Division 4 and would have a lot better games. I, I think these are some great games for both teams. But that's... They were... Even though the... I guess the formula was pretty accurate across the whole year, there were some outliers there as well. And yep. we, we placed people accordingly. Gotcha. Yeah, makes Thank sense. Thank you for answering my question. No worries. Anybody else have a question? Nope. No. <laughs> nope. Um, what are what are people looking forward to see here? Your hot tub. What? Creeper. <laughs> <laughs> there are. I forgot to mention oh, there yeah. are um, four other teams involved as well um, in some demo bouts. So they're not in the tournament proper, but they will have three games across the weekend. Obviously, the the outcome of these not going to any sort of placement or ranking or anything. But coastal knockouts come back to um, Eastern Region. Coastal Knockout Sapphires, um, Armadale Roller Derby making their debut in Eastern Region, which is great. Um, a potluck or mashup team from the official hot sauce committee um, <laughs> called the Funky Independent Skating Team. Nice. And if you are pretty good with acronyms, you know what that kind of <laughs> spells out. Yeah. And then, of course, the Eastern Region or the Erd Nerds, uh, another mashup <laughs> team from Eastern Region yeah. Leagues well where skaters make. <laughs> she just said that out loud. She just had to sound it out. Did you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> I missed it. What did she say? Apple, when you said about the acronyms, and Apple's going, <laughs> 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 oh. she had to sound it out, but she sounded it out out loud. <laughs> uh, okay. So much judgment in this room right now. There's a lot of judgment in this yeah. room. Right now. I think you deserve to be judged. With you. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone know much about the, the official hot sauce committee? We, we know. We're going to ask if anyone knows anything about fisting. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> God, I need to <laughs> I believe the official hot sauce committee is um, a group of NSOs and <laughs> other types from like the north coast of Queensland. Yeah, I thought they were from Queensland. Yeah, I know it's it's, yeah. it's across both. I think it originated in Queensland, but because a lot of those north New South Wales teams were are closer to Queensland and stuff, I think it kind of oh. their hot sauce rubbed off on them as well. Fair enough. Um, 
so yeah, that's a, a mix-up okay, team, yeah. and then obviously the Erd Nerds um, are the skaters from Eastern Region leagues who didn't make a roster or are not on a roster for whatever reason, and, and playing the the mashup team there in the demo games. I'm really um, looking forward to seeing what um, CKO have got now. We haven't seen them me too, since last year. Well, oh, I haven't. Not even because last year was still with. Um, they were combined with Southwest. That's right. They were too. Yep. Yeah. So we didn't even see a full CKO since right. 2012. Yes. And that's when um, Lightning Striker was still part of them. So that's like their team would be just all all newbies, like all, all different people. I, I know um, Candy Chaos is still with them. Yeah. Yep. So I'm looking forward to catching up with Candy. Candy. There's still a few familiar faces at CKO. We've been doing... Yeah, you scrimmed with them, yeah? With them, which has been a lot of fun. They're coming along. They've got a way to go, but they're working really hard at it. And I think... They're another one of those... They're another one of those leagues, though, that um, there just seems to be... Like, they all seem to be in it for the the love, and it's just a bit... Like, there seems to be a good feeling. Over there, yeah, I'd agree with you there. Mm. So, we got 20 teams in the tournament. Probably, we got the four demo teams. What are some matchups that you're really looking forward to seeing? Well, anything def- with CRDL's A team in it, yeah. Well, they've only got one team this year. CRDL, they've got two teams in it, yes, they do. Yes, they, do. Yeah, Where? they really do. Look one in there division and one, one there. Ah. Yeah. Uh, See that that one and that one. Yeah. Yeah. That means they're both in it. Yeah. I that was, means two. I was looking in a different division. For, oh. Thanks. Okay. Yep. <laughs> uh, yep. Okay. It was C that I knew that they had dropped. Ow! Sorry. God damn it. Sorry, I pulled the thing out of it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, I knew that they'd lost. The C one team. Of their teams. Yeah, the C team. Yeah, the Capital Brawl is not playing this year. Oh, that's a shame. We played against them. They were damn nice ladies and fun. Yeah. But based off of, like you mentioned Canberra, they obviously came third in TGSS Division 1 and are probably ranked third in the, in Australia at the moment. Um, they played Sydney at the Great Southern Slam in the third, fourth playoff and won that one. But it was close. It was a really good game. And Sydney have had come close to them than they have for... A, a long, long time. fucking time, yeah. Wow. Um, and that was at, at the Great Southern Slam. So that game there, um, you know, has been a long-standing rivalry going back to, you know, 2010, 2011. But Canberra's really had their number of the last few years. I would be very interested to see what the Assassins can do in that game against against Canberra. It's going to be a fun one. That's one of the standout games for me as well. I'm really looking forward to see the Assassins take on the Vice City Rollers. Yeah, I mm. agree. Um, so yeah, lots of good matchups. Hard playing in this one. What do you think Ooh. of your division, and what do you hope? Well, like, what matchups are you looking forward to there? All of them. All of them. Yeah, it's going to be really close. Um, you know, we've got some of your girls in there, and the with the Empire, and you know, we've played them what four, four times? Yeah, now? four times yeah. now, and each time it's been really close. So, um, yeah, each time we've managed to just squeak through on top, but it's been tight. Yeah. So we're not going in overly confident. No, (laughs) but we know that it's going to be 
a very um, energetic. Evenly matched. Yeah, you know. Um, like we played, what was it, a couple of weeks ago? I was really sick. I didn't yeah, play. But the score was like less than like 10 points or something. Yeah, it's something ridiculously close again. So Yeah, you guys always have really good games, eh? Yeah, yeah. So it's it's There's definitely so going to be... so much fun, though. Like playing, playing the Empire is always, always so much fun. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, yeah, I mean, it's competitive, but I always like, you know, um, like when Cluster will give me a good hit, and it's like, oh, that was a good one, you know, and it's you have that sort of camaraderie there. It's um, it's good. I oh, like in that last one when Butter killed Gnomes. <laughs> Did Butter kill Gnomes? Yeah, she um, fucking destroyed her. Gnomes turned around on the track, and Butter was already going into Collector, and she's just like, uh, took it in the chest, back and got her like, like winded, winded the fuck, the fuck out. Of her. out. <laughs> she went down, and we were like, oh, because you know, straight away you think her ankle and. Yeah, she's just like I was um, got winded. Got I winded. was I was really sick. I was too sick to even be able to come and watch. And I was it was the most tense couple of hours of my life, having everybody out of contact and not because oh I hate not being there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> FOMO for for Lola. Oh, oh, FOMO so sucks. much. I mean, it <laughs> helped that I was deliriously ill and I kept dozing off, but I was it was tense. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so we've got those and um, we're looking forward to playing Blue Mountains. It's been a long time since we've played Blue Mountains. Um, I think last year, like, would be 5x5, five five, yeah? Yeah, five yeah we had five. a scrim against them a few months ago that wasn't great. <laughs> yeah. So I think, like, the team's just really excited. Everybody's really looking forward to it. There's a really good, uh, like I said about, you know, at the start of the podcast, there's a really good feeling on our team at the moment. Um that's kind of trickled down from the top and permeated. And I, yeah, we're all in a pretty good place, I think, going into this. Although we, we don't have one of our benchies for, um, for yeah, Erd. We've got a newbie, but she, we have an awesome, we have an awesome lineup manager who's filling in for Foxy Fighter who can't be with us. Mm. Who's that? Oh, <laughs> oh, do you want to know the details? It would be on this lovely Shell Destroyer. Mm-hmm. Oh really? Yeah, yes. she's oh, awesome. Help us out. Graciously yeah. stepped in and agreed to um, to pull us out of a tight spot and line up managers for the week and and weekend weekend weekend. Well, she hasn't yep. got far to go, I guess. No, no well that's hasn't. it. And she um she was one of our you know when Hard was first starting up, she was one of the girls who used to pad out our team. Um, and some of us have played with her um, when we used to pad out the CCRG teams, and so there's a, kind of a long history there between yeah. us. So, and she's um, really good friends with Toad too. So it's great that yeah. she was able to do that for us. Excellent. Hmm. Okay, let's five by five podcast would not be what it is without predictions. Let's hear mm. them, folks. Division one. I, I don't Canberra, Vice Sydney, City Canberra, Rollers. Newcastle. Canberra. Vice City Rollers. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Yep. I'm with Canberra on that one. Everyone feels the same? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Division 2, Southside, Varsity, Snipers from Sydney, and Byron Sirens from Byron Bay. This one, to me, because the Byron Sirens are an unknown quantity, I'm not sure which way this will Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I believe yep. 
that the force can do it, but in also saying that, so could Varsity, so could the snipers, and I have no idea what the Bay Rollers could bring to the table. Mm. I'm tipping the force, just so everyone is aware. Really? I think, oh, I'm surprised. I think the force will <laughs> Jeez, Kahina. win Has the division. force played the snipers before, Kahina? Uh, they have in May this in May uh, May the fourth bout it was uh, <laughs> Valkyries took on the, the Empire and oh, the Snipers that. took on the Force and the Snipers won that one in a pretty close one it was it was less than ten points going into the last couple of jams and then the last final jam which sometimes the Force have done gave it away and, and it ended up being about twenty something thirty points. In the final jam, mm. so it was a close game. Um, yeah. Snipers won that one though, so I'm sure the Force will be looking for um, some revenge there. But the yeah. Force have been through a lot since then um, and have changed a bit as a team since May. Uh, that was when they were sort of getting some new players into the into the lineup and sort of figuring out how to play together. So yeah, hopefully they're they're, they're over that. Yeah, um, and I think the Snipers are looking a little bit differently these days as well. Mm. That it, that is also true. Um, Their lineup has changed significantly. So division two, we're done. All right, division so, three. So have oh, we really done division two, Kahuna? Because you've picked the force. The rest of us seem really undecided. Yeah, yeah go. Shut um, up, Brett. I was gloriously oh, sitting on the fence, bit, Brett. <laughs> oh, Thank you, Brett. Thank you, Brett. I, I'm. I'm. No, I'm going to go with my. I made some predictions several weeks ago when the cutoff was for the team lists squad list, so I'm going to go with my prediction then, which was the force. Right. Smart man. You're a genius, suggestive. Lolly Bola, apple your hair. Mm. Um, I am going to say, well, actually, I haven't seen any of the lineups, so um, I'm going to go snipers. Fool, just <laughs> fool, waste. Your, it doesn't mean anything anyway. Snipers, interesting oh, choice. Oh, hang on a second now. My opinion doesn't mean anything. <laughs> no, no. The, snipers are obviously um, a phenomenal team. They, they, like I said, they beat the Force earlier this year. We all know what they did last year. Um, snipers, a B team of you know the best yeah. team in Sydney. So of course they're going to be good. Well, and also, Hart is bringing me figure skating costumes. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's I get pretty easily distracted by shiny things. We all know this. <laughs> Apple? Um, I think it's going to be damn close. Um, I like that the snipers beat the force because that's going to put the fire under them. Ooh. <laughs> Just close your eyes and point, and that's how I did it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I reckon the Force could do it. Um, has has the Dishonor Rollers played the Snipers? Um, I'm sure they would have at some point. I don't. I don't have any recent yeah. data on them. Though. Yeah, I don't know. I, mean, I believe they have, but it was some time ago. Yeah, it wouldn't really okay. sort of give so an indication. So the teams have changed too much. Okay, yeah, yeah I'm just gonna I'm gonna go the force. Shirty? Um, I'm gonna go the sirens because I don't know what they're like, but they've got a good name and they're new, and I reckon 
Why not? <laughs> well, look at look at the other sirens that came out new this year. Look how well they did. Yeah. This but these true. sirens aren't new, like... They're not a new league. Yeah. They've, yeah, they've been around since 2010 or 2011, I think. So they've been but around a while. To the, new to the competition, as yeah. were the other sirens in the 5x5. Five five. Yeah. Hastily pushed together point. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Division three, Wollongong, Western Sydney, CCRG and Northern Beaches as well. Obviously, I'm going to back my own team. Obviously. (laughs) Um, Well, I kind of want to say WSR. Same. But... They've had a lot of changes to their team. Well, and I almost broke Doby's bum last night. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Shani tried it just before you, but then you no, finished I it finished off. I finished it off, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, they've, they've lost a few players. They've got a few pregnant ones. Um, so. This is another tough division. It is. Uh, look, I'm, gonna, I'm still going to call it WSR. Okay. Wow, tumbleweed. W- WSR. <laughs> Lola? Um, yeah, I think I'm going to have to say WSR as well. Shirty. I'm backing the sirens all the way. Yay. 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 I, I feel like I want to pick Wollongong and it's going to backfire on me again because yeah, they have... Wollongong well, always backfires on you, Kahuna. That's well, okay. They have picked... They have named a full an fourteen awesome, again. They've, they've named an yeah, awesome lineup. Yeah. <laughs> they also have a new coach that, um, from all intents and purposes, has been doing great things with them down there. Colonel Panic stepping in uh, with Wollongong and, and being their coach and bench manager. I'm sure he's going to bring a new dimension to the Steel City Derby Dolls. And again, what they've named on paper is a formidable lineup in that division. Mm. Um, but it, like, when uh, are they going to be there? Is another question. I don't know. But yeah. based on the information pr- presented me today, I would pick weird. Um, but I'm really fascinated by this division just to see where CCRG and Northern Beaches like how if is that gap big between Armageddon and Battlegrounds between mm. you know. I don't think it will be. Same. No, I don't think that's, it will be either. It's the same question we've been asking because. We're excited about the fact we get to play weird and we get to play WSR. Well, it also could potentially have long-lasting mm. consequences, right? Because we get, we're here on the 5x5 five five podcast. We've got to talk about what happens next year and who sits where and what we're mm. going to do. Are we still having to divi- – whatever, you know, who knows what it's going to look like. But this the game is a nice preview, isn't it? Yeah, it could determine what happens. So it's going to be a really mm. interesting sort of time, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but everyone's picked. Cis, um, Brett with CCRG, Shirley with Northern Beaches, um, Hard Girls tipping WSI, and I've got weird. So we're all all different there. All scattered. All scattered. Oh, everybody's got a vote. That's a bit nice, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. Aww. Sharing the love. Aww. In, Aww. Division three. <laughs> Division four. Um, us. Hard kamikaze. Really? Inner West yeah. Skate Crashes. Southside's the Empire. Hang on, hang on. Who's Apple backing? Because I just need to know. 
<laughs> so I For can reasons. back the. Well, because then I'll pick the opposite to her because mm-hmm. it then <laughs> somehow works out. <laughs> the love of Christ woman tip against us. Um, I reckon three sisters. Thank you. <laughs> so we're a sure thing now. There you go. Because <laughs> oh, being worked here, I'm I'm sticking with with my original pick, which was hard. Really, really. After after <laughs> watching, <laughs> yes, <laughs> really. Real surprise! Oh, wow. <laughs> Look, wow. Looking at that that division, I and knowing where the Free Sisters are at at the moment, I actually I actually think Hard can take this division. The Free mm. Sisters, I mean, even even when they're playing short and even when they're playing with um, you, some fresher skaters on their team, they're, um, they're a strong team. Those ladies are fit. The girls who know, like the veterans on that team, um, always pull a lot of the weight. It's going to – it'll be a really interesting, interesting game. Well, in this um, particular tournament, I think those veterans are going to be pulling – even more weight. If you look yeah. at the look at the lineup, I think there's only six or seven girls that we, we skaters. Know. Yeah. yeah, and the rest are, uh, are kind of their new, their their fresh girls coming through. Um, so they're going to be a really interesting, an unknown quantity, if you will. We know what they can do with their veteran skaters. It's how the the rest of the team feels out. I guess that yeah. is going to determine their success. Mm. Um, Shirley, what do you reckon in this one? Um, I'm going to. Back hard for this one. Is it because you're staying in a house full of us and yeah. you feel obligated? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm scared for my life. Um, <laughs> and I'm not backing us last time, yeah. 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 Um, come on now. Um, no, I honestly think uh, you guys are, as you've said, you're really hitting your strides now. Like I, don't, I haven't seen you guys play as well as you have been lately and I really think that's you're going to carry it into the this one and you're going to take it, yeah. We have been playing well. We have been playing well. Yes. The last few scrimmages and games that we've had, with like the last three that we've had, we've won all of them, and it's um, it's really nice. It's a really nice um, momentum to be carrying into to a, a tournament weekend. Mm. I think Hards Run is going to crumble. And they're going to fall apart. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, look, this this division is probably the most. I reckon for me is is the most difficult to pick. Obviously, yeah, I know tight. I want the Empire to win. Yeah, um, I do think that they have the potential to do so if they really play out of their skin. I think they can win every game in that division, but it's it's so hard to pick. Mm. I think the favourites at the moment are probably hard. Um, Based on what you did, it's a lot of pressure. Yeah. I think I prefer to be the underdog. <laughs> Based on what oh you did with um, Inner West, a bag. <laughs> <laughs> with the five by five grand final, um, Blue Mountains. I mean, I, they should probably be the favourites based on their past and what they can do. But I think with their their lineup changes and, and sort of what they've what they're carrying in, I'm not too sure. Um, Inner West again, you know, if they play like the way they should be playing. They could win it. Mm. Um, 
yeah, I don't know if what we saw from them at five by five grand final is is their best. I know that obviously not to take away from what you girls did with hard, you've played phenomenally. Um, but yeah, they weren't the the same team that we yeah. played the month before. Month, no. yeah. But yeah, I mean four weeks yeah. difference made a huge difference on the scoreboard. So this one's going to be hard, uh, hard, but <laughs> difficult. <laughs> Pick the what winner, we, but we picked a good name. I'm mm-hmm. going to be a homer, and I'm picking Southside. It's a shock okay. world. Yeah. Surprise everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Finally beat hard. I know they want that. They're like, we have to be hard. We know they, they want it too. Keep bringing them out. We're going to scrimmage them every week until we beat them. <laughs> <laughs> we, know, we know your girls want it. Yeah. Um, we don't want them to have that. So we're in the same boat. <laughs> <laughs> Division 5, Newcastle's Star Riot to be team, Cost Coast. Uh, Daughters of Mayhem, Outcast Demons, and Port Macquarie's Breakwall Brawlers. I think this will come down to um, how many players NRDL manage to field. Well, um, if they yes. field full squads, then I think they'll take it. Yeah, they but remember, they squad. they put all their prelimi- preliminary games with eighteen players in. I know that's the... what, that's what I mean. If they manage to field a full team, then I think that they could come away with it. Um, but if they um, if then if they don't if they're playing short, which I suspect they will be, um, coughs. Yeah, I think coughs will take it. Yeah, those girls are fierce. Yeah, they I, are. I have a hematoma on my shin from two from, years ago. From two years ago, that gross, weird, funny hair out of it, <laughs> and it still is numb. No, it really, it really does. It really does. I didn't have hairy legs in, except that one spot. And <laughs> it's like a giant hairy mole. <laughs> it's, it's like a giant birthmark. No, you should get Lola to fix it up for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just <laughs> knee her in the groin and just get the residue. <laughs> so maybe we could have both help each other out. <laughs> yeah. Completely, probably yeah. need to stop. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh so um, yeah, they are fierce girls, and they. Well, the last time we played, they played old school rough derby. Like they just bush derby. Yeah, they they are brutal. So um, I'm looking forward to seeing my friends from Coffs Coast and also <laughs> seeing them take the win. I think they'll do it. Suggestive. It was down to either NRDL or Coffs for me. I'll stick with my original pick. I'm gonna I'm gonna back the Star Riots. After watching how how they played against the Empire a few weeks ago, I believe they can do this. Mm. Yep, Shady. I only know Star Riots and the Demons, so I will go with the Star Riots as well. Yeah, I think I'm going Star Riots as well. For the same reason that Brett said, seeing what they did to the Empire, who are a division ahead of them, again, Newcastle, they're probably the victim of picking poor games to start the year, I guess, and affecting their ranking, um, because they did beat the Empire convincingly a few weeks back. Um, They had a cup, like, how many? They had at least one day. They had Kelly. They had... They had one dame. They had one dame, and that doesn't make a huge difference. So they really put the hard word on the Empire, who are probably a little bit different coming into this weekend than even that game. Um, they've added a couple of pieces. They had girls on injury. 
They had a couple of girls on debut who even just that one game and a couple more scrimmages are going to be more comfortable in their skin out there on the track. Um, and then an, another, like one of our primary jammers in Xena, Sparkles, that was her first time on skates since breaking her foot, ankle, breaking something. Um, and so yeah, she was, she yeah. did play, but um, was very tentative and didn't have the star a lot and kind of held back a little bit. And we're hoping a few more weeks to recover and find her feet again. She's going to be full guns blazing and um, with lots of YouTube people cheering her on. <laughs> come, YouTube creepers. <laughs> come Eastern region. Um, so I'm picking Star Riots there based on what they did, but I know that Coffs, um, they're, they're excited as well. They're, they're, they wanted to get move up to Division 4 as well because they think they're going to be a strong team. Mm, um, both of them that, wanted to move up. Yeah, Ash or sorry, Gohan or Gohan said like this is the first time they're actually playing with a full roster, yeah. and he thinks mm-hmm. with a full roster they're going to be something to look out for as well. So Newcastle has my pick, but like what um, Lola said, depending on how many they actually roll into the weekend with, I think they'll only have about nine or ten, if that. Mm. Oh, yeah. Um, so we'll see. But mm. tough tough choices there. Um, a lot of good games throughout the whole thing. I don't know. I can't see a lot of bad games in there. You know what I mean? No, I agree. I think that they're um, – I, I like where everybody's placed. I think that it's – I think everyone's placed where they should be. Mm. Yeah, maybe a little bit of movement in – like if Newcastle and Coffs are really as good as we're hoping or they're hoping, then maybe, you know – that could be a little bit of a, a two-team division there. Um, Outcast and Port Macquarie are probably pretty evenly matched. Yeah. Um, but Newcastle and Coffs, seemingly, at least logic would say, that they're probably a little, a little bit above anyway. But it's going to be a phenomenal weekend, and I know, um, based on history, that Central Coast always put on a hell of a weekend. Yes. Oh. So any Why, new- th- Sorry? <coughs> Why, thank you. Yeah, any any tips or news, advice, anything like that for our listeners from the home venue, suggestive? Come along. This is the big one. Turn up, bumps on seats, come and watch some awesome derby. I love the fact that um, just the Central Coast and, and Niagara Park just gets flooded with like 300 derby girls kind of thing. No, right. <laughs> One area. I don't even know if, you know, I'm assuming a lot of the hotels, because there's not like a ton of them, most of them would be would be booked out. Yeah. I'm hoping so. Yeah. Um, but that's it. That's, that's... Oh, no, no, that's not quite it. There oh. is there is one one thing I should mention for yes. the Eastern Region and uh, SmackDown tournament this weekend. Mm-hmm. It became official today. It went up on the Eastern Region fan page on Facebook today. That Eastern Region SmackDown 2014 has an exclusive sponsor in Roller Derby Heaven. All right. Oh, nice. Cool. Well done. Which is awesome. Really Woo-hoo. good. Roller Derby Heaven. Bree does great work. One of the skaters for uh, Newcastle's Dockyard Dame. So you'll see her in action and then also sponsoring the tournament overall. Good stuff. Right. Um, we've got merch for the first time in about we four do years. Have merch. That's the other big one. Yeah, Eastern we Region, have- the new shiny, awesome logo that the inspiration for it must have come from some sort of genius. <laughs> yes, yes, it must have been. Yes. You are correct there. Um, 
but through the hands of the very creative and ultra-talented Shona Mercy, um, coming out with a new logo for Eastern Region, will be on the shirts. Not dated, so it doesn't say 2014, so you can get the shirt and feel comfortable that you can wear it next year as well. That's right. NSOs can wear it. That's right. That's and it's a singlet. Nice and neutral. For the ladies. And there is a singlet. And there's singlets and shirts for the ladies, and there's shirts for men. So a big thank you to Hardcore Logo and Pete. He, Definitely I love his work. Pete's Pete. awesome. Yes. Um, Anyone that doesn't use him for their merch is crazy. Agreed. Mm-hmm. We're, we're crazy then. Yeah, I was, I was, that's what I was alluding to. You're crazy. <laughs> not, not so subtly. No. <laughs> no, he d- he's impeccable with his work. Impeccable. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Four-point word from Apple. I know. It, like on a on a triple word score. At doesn't this time of night. Doesn't know what F I S T spells, but <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> sound out the word fist. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up, you guys. <laughs> but I think it's gonna be an amazing weekend. We're counting down now. Um you can see it all over Facebook feed, people getting very excited. Lots of team photos going up from the Eastern Region page. So I've if seen you haven't countdowns yet, and everything. It's yeah. fantastic. It's pretty great. Danger from WSR has a countdown. Yep, box. countdown. If you haven't yet, like the Eastern Region page. Get on to um, Eventbrite, buy your tickets. Um, they are on sale. How much are they, Brett? Oh, if you buy them online, they're cheaper. They're a bargain either way. <laughs> they're a bargain. If we know our shit time, here on the 505 podcast. <laughs> or get it at the door, but get it online anyway because it's going to be cheaper. It's going to you know secure your place in case the whole weekend sells out. And we're turning people away because there's so much awesome derby happening. Um, but look out for all of our predictions and see who won. Um, but an awesome year of 5x5, an awesome year of podcast, talking with you amazing people is the highlight of my week whenever it happens. Yeah, mine too. Definitely. Thanks, Kahuna. Good it's times. been a pleasure. And we get to do it all on Saturday in person. Yes. This is true. In Hugs all around in a hot tub. <laughs> we can actually do a podcast from a hot tub. It's going to happen. We've, we've, I thought it had to happen one time. Yeah, we said it was going to happen. We, we can make it happen. I want it to. I really do. <laughs> but until next year... Uh, for the 5x5 podcast. Aww. I want to say thank you to Lolly Bowler and Apple Your Hair from Hard. Oh, thank you for having yeah, us. Yeah, thanks for having us back each and every time. It's fantastic. Sir Jestive from Central Coast, thank you, sir. Thank you. It's and, been a pleasure. And Get Shirty Northern Beaches, thank you. Thanks, guys. It's been awesome and I've learned a lot. Some of it I didn't want to learn, fellas. Yeah, yeah. We give you no choice. Some things once heard, you can't unhear, Shirley. We'll see you all next year for the 5x5 and the 5x5 podcast. Cool. Thank Thank you. you. We'll be back. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys.